Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi listeners, this is Lily Barbudis. I'm an associate in the McCabe Kerwood statutory insurance team and I'm here with Eden Christopher. Hey everyone, thanks for letting me join in, Lily. No worries. In this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast, we are going to discuss the concept of the relevant insurer in the statutory benefits arena of Maya. Okay, Lily, so what's this all about? Let's start with section 3.1, which provides that a person injured in a motor accident in New South Wales is entitled to statutory benefits and those benefits are payable irrespective of fault and even if the accident was caused by the person claiming the benefits. Okay, so section 3.1 talks about entitlement to statutory benefits but says nothing about who pays those benefits. That's where section 3.2 comes in. Section 3.2 subsection 1 states that statutory benefits are payable by the relevant insurer. Section 3.2 subsection 2 provides more detail about how to determine which insurer is the relevant insurer. Okay, so let's start with the easy part. In the typical scenario where two vehicles collide with one another, section 3.2 subsection 2 subsection B says that the insurer of the at-fault vehicle is the relevant insurer. Okay, so that shouldn't really come as a surprise to anyone. We're all accustomed to a system where everybody injured in a motor accident claims against the CTP insurer of the vehicle at fault. This is our third-party system in action. Here is a simple example to illustrate a point that probably doesn't require illustration. If car A travels through a red light and collides with car B, car A is the relevant insurer because car A is the at-fault vehicle. All occupants of car B can claim statutory benefits from the CTP insurer of car A. Equally, any passengers in car A can also claim statutory benefits from the CTP insurer of that vehicle. Okay, so what's new in this new scheme? Well, what's new is that the driver of car A, that is, the driver who went through the red light, can also claim statutory benefits from the CTP insurer of their own vehicle, at least for the first six months, provided they are not guilty of a serious offence. As such, the interaction of Section 3.1 and Section 3.2 creates a hybrid first-party, third-party scheme. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yes. Most injured people will continue to claim against somebody else's CTP policy. However, some claimants entitled to statutory benefits will be claiming on their own policy, namely drivers of the at-fault vehicle. This is brought into sharp relief by Section 3.2 subsection B, which deals with single vehicle accidents. Perhaps unsurprisingly, Section 3.2 subsection B says that in an accident involving only one motor vehicle, the insurer of that vehicle is the relevant insurer. Okay, so that still involves some third-party coverage. Yes, exactly. For example, pedestrian accidents ordinarily involve one vehicle. In pedestrian claims, the relevant insurer is quite obviously the insurer of the vehicle which ran down the pedestrian. However, there is also a first-party element to Section 3.2 subsection 2 subsection A, Remember that Section 3.1, Subsection 2, Subsection B provides that statutory benefits are payable even where the motor accident was caused by the fault of the person claiming the benefits? Yeah, I remember that. It follows that a driver injured in a single vehicle accident can claim statutory benefits against their own CTP policy because Section 3.2, Subsection 2, Subsection A deems the insurer of their vehicle to be the relevant insurer. So far, I have avoided discussing the complication which arises where the accident involves more than one vehicle and both drivers are partially at fault. Okay, so which insurer is the relevant insurer in those circumstances? 
Section 3.2, subsection 4, subsection B, which states the relevant insurer is the CTP insurer of the vehicle most at fault. Okay, so that creates an interesting dynamic. Yes. So just say that two vehicles, for example, are travelling down a highway and the drivers decide to merge at the same time without seeing one another, causing a collision. A determination will have to be made as to which driver was most at fault in order to determine the relevant insurer for all claims arising from that accident. The result is that the most at fault driver will claim against their own policy and the least at fault driver will claim against the other driver's CTP policy. In some claims, there may be a genuine dispute over which vehicle was most at fault. For example, as it so often happens, both drivers say they had a green light. Section 3.3, subsection 2 provides, by the way, that the dispute resolution service may determine which insurer is the relevant insurer, where there is a dispute and the determination is binding on the insurers. We should also note that Section 3.3, subsection 1, allows CTP insurers to enter into arrangements approved by CIRA for the determination of which insurer will be the relevant insurer in defined circumstances. This is designed to minimise the need to go to DRS over relevant insurer disputes. Yes, that's right. I've also so far avoided addressing what happens when the most at fault vehicle is either uninsured or unidentified. Okay, so what happens then? I'm guessing that the answer is the nominal defendant is the relevant insurer. Yes, in those claims, section 3.2, subsection 2, subsection C provides that the nominal defendant is the relevant insurer. So that concludes our discussion of the relevant insurer. It's all reasonably straightforward, although complications may arise when the CTP insurers of different vehicles do not agree which vehicle was most at fault for an accident. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact one of us or the McCabe Coward team. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.